This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast brought to you by Miller Lite. We love Miller Lite. Miller Lite is great. Jack, I feel like I should be like ranting and raving. I feel like I should be yelling and talking about what a bunch of losers we root for. And um, honestly, I'll be completely honest. I feel dead inside right now, Jack. That's where I'm at with this team. I feel completely and totally dead inside. Like, I feel gutted. I feel broken. We're watching it happen again. Three and 10 in their last 13 games, Jack. At the most important point of the last five years of the last decade uh man i like i don't want to talk to you right now no offense i love you. you're one of my best friends in the world i love talking to you i hate that we're talking right now for the first time ever in the history of iops we're always like if they win we're gonna record if they lose we're not going to because they always seem to find a way to lose and today we're like listen if they win we're just gonna wait and see what happens in the national series but if they lose if they freaking get swept by the Cubs, we've got to come here and freaking talk to each other about how freaking depressed we are, Jack. How you doing, man? Is there a is there something worse than dead inside? Like, is there another <laughs> level? Like, I've I've honestly embarrassed myself this week, James. Like, I, I I've got I've gone to new lows. Like, I feel like I'm back in in high school, back in middle school, where like I. I, I said to myself multiple times this week, like, how do I do this to myself again? And how do we go through this again? And there's been multiple times where I'm just yelling aimlessly, uh, calling everyone in the world losers, uh, a lot of expletives. And, you know, the other night they lost. And for the first time since, I don't know, maybe I was like 12 or whatever, like a child, I went up and screamed into a pillow. <laughs> Because of what happened to this baseball team. It is it is insane. Again, I, I think we're good people. I, I think we're a good fan base. Like, all we want to do is love them. Like, all we want to do is love them. And I, I, I just, I don't understand how we're sitting here again. And we're about to... Like, this is, like, I, I wasn't alive for 1964. Obviously, you were. It was right in your <laughs> But, like, this has had to be what it feels like, you know? I mean, but at least that team was going for a World Series. At least that team was, like, if you make the playoffs, you're going to the World Series no matter what. And, like, yeah, they blew a 10 or what? A, a, a six, six and a half with 10 to Yeah, three. which, I mean, I'm surprised the city was still standing. I know. It's funny because someone on the air today or yesterday was like, this will be worse than 1964. And the camera was like, shut up. Like, no, it's not. Like, I get it. This is horrible. But that was six and a half and 10 games. And to your point, if they win, they're in the freaking World Series. So, like, as bad as this is, like, 10 and six and a half and 10, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's incomparable. But that's the point of freaking Phillies, Jack. That's what we do, man. Forever. Like that, Jack, I tweeted out a while ago. It was like in May. I tweeted out the Phillies are the most frustrating franchise in the history of North American sports to root for. And back then, I get a bunch of people, oh, the Falcons, I'm a Falcons fan. Or the 
that and I do it again. I so I wrote still true earlier. I, I I quote tweet. I wrote still true, and I get all these freaking. Do you people understand what a Phillies fan is? Do you understand the level of futility we've lived with our entire lives? Like it, like anyone is should be embarrassed to even try and compare their team's pain to our pain. Since eighteen eighty three, Jack, we've been to the playoffs fourteen times. 14 times since 1883, man. Like, you would think just the law of averages, we would get to the playoffs more than 14 times. From 1818 to 1949, they were above 500 one time. That's over 30 years. One time. 20 years. Bad math. The math not our... Oh, no, I was right the first time. 30. See, now I'm doubting my math on the pod because of the last one, and I'm sorry, all right? I'm, I'm messed up. But again, 31 years, they had one time above 500 and they were 78 and 76. Like, don't talk to us about being the biggest losers. It's us and you're all fighting for second place. Think about it this way, James. Um, this is one of the best 15 seasons in Phillies baseball history. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. Let it sink in. How did we ever win a World Series? Like how? It's a miracle. How did miracle. how did that run happen? I, I I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what was happening. I don't know what the the you know, Earths were colliding or planets. You know they aligned to let us win. Um, but again, like I I don't know how to. Well, I guess I do know how to summon to words. Like just how I feel, and I just continue to sit here, and it's like. For, we've done this podcast since what the 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 end of seventeen, you know, Reese came up and all through eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and, and whatever. This will be the fifth straight year they've collapsed in September. And like, and, and let me just get this out of the way, James. Like, they've already collapsed. Like, it, it doesn't matter if they make the playoffs or not. Like, it doesn't matter. They've already collapsed. They are they're three and ten in their last thirteen games in the most important stretch of the of their season. Like. This should have been a freaking cakewalk. The Brewers suck. The Brewers are not good. This should be a freaking cakewalk. 0-6 against the Cubs this year who are under 500. But I swear to God, James, if you didn't know the records this week, you would have said the Cubs were better than the, than the, than the Phillies. The Cubs, who are supposed to be just, you know, kick their feet up and we'll, 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 we'll go play golf in October. For some reason, they played harder than the Phillies when the Phillies need it, there is something rotten to the core here. There is just something rotten to the core. I I, I don't know how to put my finger on it. I, we've been through three manager changers. It, like you know, they 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 brought in Gabe, they collapsed. They brought in Girardi, they collapsed. They brought in Rob Thompson, they're collapsing again. And I don't know what it is. There is something here where they just lay down. They just lay down. They don't rise to the occasion. They went 15 straight innings, James. How is this possible? You went 15 straight innings with a runner on base, and you scored two bleeping runs. They had a runner on base in every single inning today besides the eighth, and they scored nothing. They scored absolutely freaking nothing. Nothing. How is that possible? Why do we have to go to the depths of baseball hell just to see what playoff baseball it looks like in Philadelphia? But guess what? Even if they make it, we're not going to see it because they're going to be on the road. 
I, 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 I just, I don't understand why I keep asking myself why, and I keep wondering, is it ever going to turn? Am I ever going to see them in the playoffs again? Are we ever going to see them in the playoffs again? Because if they blow it again and they come down the stretch here and they lose and they don't make the playoffs when it was basically set up wanting the Phillies to get into the playoffs, it is going to be really hard, I think, for the for people to bounce back from this. You know, I'm not one of those, all oh, the process and people are going to not come back to Sixers game. I was never one of those people. But how to, like, they would have to be in first place next year through the first six, five months of the season, I think, for this, the, the, the fan base to really be invested in them again. This is an utter freaking disaster. And you know what? I'm going to sit there like an idiot and watch every single game down the stretch run here because that's what we do here on this podcast with our listeners and you. No, I know. And and we are, you know, clearly morons is really the only takeaway from that. And look, I, to your point, like, I, I'm at the point, and again, I, a full apology, all right, from both of us, from me, for, you know, I don't know, believing numbers, believing likelihoods, forgetting that they're the Phillies for just a, a second in time to think that this team was going to make the playoffs. They have to be in the playoffs until I'm going to believe they're in the playoffs. They could have like a 10-game lead with 14 to play next year. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I got to see it. I got to see it. And I, and I apologize. Like people were saying, neighbor Dan, shout out to neighbor Dan. He said multiple times, like, I, I don't, I can't get into this. I can't believe it's going to happen until it happens. You were right. I was wrong. Like, why should anyone believe in this team? To your point, Jack, like people weren't even coming back now. You know, they, they, and yes, the collapse happened. And look, all those people look super smart. Those people who didn't show up, who didn't invest. They're like, see, I freaking told you. And, and, but people weren't there now. And like, yes, they've been collapsing. But prior to that, like when September started, they were, what, five and a half games up with the tiebreaker? Like, you know, people should have been there. People should have been invested in this team, and they weren't already because of the last 10 years, because of the last five years, because of the way the organization's been. So, like, of course, if after this, like, they're screwed. Like, they, I honestly don't even think it's being first place all year next year. Like, I think they have to make the playoffs and then wait for the next year. Like, I think if they have a home playoff game next year, like, I'm not even sure it tells out. Like, that's how bad this... I'm not kidding, man. Like, this is bad. This is bad. And to the manager's point, like, this is why I kept saying, like, everyone's like, oh, I wish you could give Thompson a contract now. It's like, ah, hold up, all right? Where they make the playoffs, he's back. They miss it, he's out. And and honestly, like, even making the playoffs, I don't know if you bring this guy back right now. His quote before the game, no, like, Jack, let, honestly, I, I'm not... It's not quite if we don't, we don't. But it's like next level down in terms of my hatred for a quote. For those who didn't see it, Rob Thompson, prior to the game, asked if the team feels a sense of urgency when, remember, they had lost 9 of 12. Their lead had shrunk to a half game after being 5.5 or 4.5 or whatever it was. Rob Thompson on does the team feel urgency right now? He goes, does the team need to feel a sense of urgency right now? He goes, not any more than what's normal. I think they're pretty calm right now, having fun. Hopefully, they're really enjoying it. But we got to win some games. We know that. Just part of the gig. Get the f- bleep out of here. Like, I almost cursed there, Jack. And I texted you before the pod, and I said, I'm going to have a real problem today not uh, or, or, or abiding by our no cursing rule. Because, like, bleep that 
bleep bleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a what a loser quote from a loser manager of a loser bunch of guys. Like, I, that was I knew they were gonna lose today as soon as I read that quote. I'm like, oh, we're screwed. I'm like, this is this is what they're going in with. This is what they're preaching in the clubhouse. Ah, eh, just another game. No urgency. Only eight games left in the season. But eh, you know. Go on, have fun, guys. Like, are you kidding me, Jack? Yeah, and, and, and the problem with that, James, is that they've tried this crap before. They've tried this with Gabe. It was like, ah, you know, we'll get there. You know, we'll see and whatever. They've tried this. How about we try something else? Uh, listen, this might sound drastic, but let Boa manage the last five games here or last seven games just, just to see the, the difference in what would happen. I don't know. It's just that that quote. And I, I understand what he's trying to do. What he's trying to do is not let panic sit in. But, like, if it was working, you would see them go out there and, and play like they cared. If it was working, you would see it happen on the field. But what you're seeing is just dog bleep at bat after dog <laughs> I got you bleeping. I love like this. Just dog bleep bleep this all over the place when it comes to defense when it comes to base running when it comes to at bats like the pitching's been mostly fine like I know we'll do the whole September Nola thing like yeah it was classic it was vintage but like they scored two runs you know like I don't care yeah like Nola oh the bats have been the way I mean Nola obviously has not been good enough but the bats have been the the premier issue with this team. Like, uh, you can do the whole, ah, uh, whatever. Like, you know, I don't want to let panic sit in. Well, well someone's going to do something about it then. No, it is time it to is. panic. It is. It's like, in, have you seen Semi Pro with, with Will Ferrell? 100%, yes. Okay, the the bear scene, which I think is one of the funniest scenes in, in any movie ever, when he's like, it's all fine, nobody panic, and then, like, literally once again, he's like, everybody panic! It's That's where we're at. Everybody panic. Like, you should be panicking in the at clubhouse. You should be feeling an insane sense of urgency. Like, like this is it. Like, you're on the verge of a disastrous choke job that no one will ever forget. Yes, panic. Yep. And it, and I know I know a lot of ap- apathy is set in with you and I and like I, I just I couldn't be less dead. Like if you go back and and read my tweets like ten years from now, you'll be like, wow, that guy was really going through something. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I really was. Um, but it's even the apathy I feel like with a lot of the hitters on the team. Like I know Nola showed emotion last night, and and. Boy, Boehm sure always looks like he's uh, quick on the uh, verge of tears um, ASAP. And, you know, it's interesting. I still feel like Schwarber, you know, like Schwarber's only one piece of this. Like, I think he's a winner. I think he's a good person to have in, in the clubhouse. But, like, it can't just be Schwarber. You, you know what I mean? Like, like this is where I need – I need uh, Reese shows frustration, but it's usually in the wrong spots. It's like when a ball's right down the middle, he's like, oh, I thought that was a ball. Um you know, it, it like I need Bryce. Uh, I, I I need Bryce step up. I JT for some reason was Philly of the week again. Whatever. Uh, I think he's batting one sixty in the last like eight week eight games. Um, like there's just <laughs> I don't think it would make me feel better, James. But if I felt like that they were like pissed too, I think it would make it a little bit easier. But it's just it is such terrible. Brutal, just dumb baseball 
over and over and over again. And it's like, it's like, just show me you care a little bit, you know, like work a pitcher, working at bat. Like, dude, what happened in the ninth inning on, uh, what was it? Was it, was it Wednesday where it was, oh, here comes the, no, it was, it was, it was, it was Tuesday night where it's like, oh, okay, here comes the closer. Let's see what we can get out of them. Whatever. Two pitches, game's over. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I just, I, it's been, like, the, what what it makes it so frustrating is I think we saw the blueprint offensively, um, you know, you know, really like, what, early June, mid-June, July, where it was like, okay, they're grinding out pitchers. They're working good at bats. Like, they, they're getting Corbin Burns to throw 100 pitches in, like, five innings. Like, that's good. And for the last two weeks, it's like they're not even making guys sweat. I mean, Marcus Stroman, who hasn't been like the Marcus Stroman in a couple of years, looked like he was back to 2016 the other night. Um, so it it doesn't look like the lock-in is there. I don't know who's holding people accountable. I don't know who is like uh, gonna rev things up, but it's like it's like they keep waiting for a three-run home run, and it's like guys, at this point. Put the ball on play. Play a little small ball. They tried it the other night, and Brandon freaking Marsh popped up to the third baseman. Like, holy cow, James. It's it's just such losing, losing, losing baseball. Yeah, no one's holding it accountable. Uh, they just want them to go out and have fun, Jack. They want them to be, be, be enjoying themselves. You know, it's no big deal. Like, again, if that's the messaging, like, yeah. Oh, sure, I get it. No one's holding him accountable, and it's a great point. I mean, we saw it again today with the Marsh drop, and you know the the Segura losing count of what's going on. I, I know what the scoreboard said, but like, if you're paying attention in a baseball game, I know when I'm watching a game, I know how many balls and strikes there are because I'm paying freaking attention to the baseball game that I'm watching. You're in it. You're playing it. Like, there's just so many things where this team, like, for a team that is is was a playoff team for the until today has been like a playoff team in a playoff spot like this is the the last 13 games this stretch here like they've looked like one of the worst teams in baseball like they haven't looked like a not just not a playoff team like they look like the nationals you know they look like you know honestly what their september record over the last five years shows that that they're the second worst team in baseball in september over the last five years i mean think about that think about that this is a phillies team that has finished either 80 and 82 up to 83 wins now and obviously there are more games left but has always been like right around 500 the last five years and they have the second worst September record in baseball. Like, think about what that means. Think about how bad you have to be in September for that to be the case for you to even out to end up there. Like, man, like to your point, it's year after year after year after year after year and you change certain players, you change certain things. Like you, a while back, I don't remember what pot it was, but you came on, you're like, you know what? I don't normally like go with this whole thing and all, but I, I think we're cursed. I think we're cursed. Like, I, to your point earlier, like, what do we do? What do we do to deserve this? Like, I, I just, I can't come up with any other rational, logical, pragmatic type of explanation for this other than we're cursed. Jack, that's how messed up this is. The most logical explanation for how this keeps happening years after years is we're cursed. So there you no, go. No, I got a, I got a better uh, explanation oh, for you. Good, good, good. And I blame mostly you. Uh, oh, good. a lot, a, okay. a lot of it has to do with you and <laughs> and your little football team. 
But I think <laughs> my football. I think you and everyone else that was like, oh, I'll take ten years of awfulness for every other Philly sports team as long as my Whittle football team wins a Super Bowl. It's all your fault. It is all the Phillies were horrible for five years prior to the Super Bowl. What are we talking about? Well, here, yeah, but look at the years post the post Super Bowl. <laughs> I think <laughs> everyone, most painful the, the city uh, sold its soul for a Super Bowl. And this is what we're dealing with now is that we got to sit here. I mean, again, and, and I almost uh, see Jack, Jack, you, you don't blame the Eagles for the Phillies being the Phillies. No, I know. It's the, actually, Philly, the Phillies own their own issues. No, it's actually like it's actually commendable. Like. You know how we always were like, oh, well, I just want the Phillies to be a well-run, smart organization. It's like, oh, wait, we already have that in town. Yeah, no, it's a great point. You know, You're right. The Eagles are such dude, a well-run, like they, smart they have organization. Everything. They basically have the Theo Epstein of like NFL GMs. Yeah, it's a great point, Chad. What a good point. I never, I never once thought about that parallel because we, you know, we're so phillied up when we do this. But you're so right. All we want, all we ask for for year, the history of this podcast, like it's been the single biggest ask. Give us a smart team. We have one. It's just not in our sport. So seriously, like, do you think the Eagles win on Sunday? I mean, like, uh, like, <laughs> like it's, it's Doug's return. You know, I think. Um, All right, let's talk some birds. <laughs> let's talk some birds. Let's talk an athlete who actually comes through. Yeah. Dude, I know. Like, honestly, honestly, I wish the I wish the Phillies had Jalen Hurts. Like, I wish they had. Dude, like, seriously, you're right. Just, you're that, but that that type of guy, right? Like that type of like leader driving force who all he cares about is the sport he plays and all he cares about is winning the sport he plays like it doesn't like it doesn't feel like they have that guy right it feels like roy halliday-esque as a as a football player well, and, you know, utley like, and and yes utley perfect exactly like they don't have that guy no and again i know i i, I got mad at you uh, like a couple of podcasts ago when you brought up like everyone from the outside and, and then being brought in, but it's like, that's kind of it, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of it. But at the same time, like, I don't care that you weren't drafted and developed in this organization. Like, can someone just, just figure out how to win here? And it's, and the, you know, what sucks about that whole thing, James, you know, what sucks about the whole, like, well, you got to have guys that developed here to, to, truly understand what it means to win as a Philly um, is that the two guys that they have actually developed and have turned into everyday players, are the guys that I feel like never come through when we need them, you know, in, in, in Reese and Nola. Oh, I'm so with you. What a great point, Jack. What a great point. Like if I had to pick the two guys I would least want up throwing a pitcher, swinging at a pitch in a big spot, it would be those two. Well, and, and, and honestly, like I think that, you know, when you're looking at the other teams that have brought in a lot of marquee free agents and have brought in a lot of outside pieces to try to put them over the top, a lot of those teams already had homegrown stars there that knew how things were done. Um, you know, you look at you look at what the, the, the Mets have done this year, but like Alonzo and DeGrom and McNeil and, and that fraud Nimmo and um, like those guys were already there and the culture was already set so that you could bring in a Scherzer, you could put them over the top, you could bring in a Lindor, you can bring in um, Eduardo Escobar and whoever, like Mark Kanya. And it's like, yeah, but Pete Alonso is still Pete Alonso. Or last year at the Braves, it's like you can bring in whoever. Freddie Freeman's still there. Acuna is still there. Al- Albies is still there. Um, you know, it, it just like with the Dodgers, I know Justin Turner was brought in from the outside, but it's like, 
Justin Turner's been there for a while, so Mookie Betts can come in and, and just go be Mookie and, and stuff like that. So uh, and Kershaw, like that's obviously a way better example than the Justin Turner one that I use. But but Clayton Kershaw is an all time great. Uh, and here it's like okay, Reese Hoskins is here and Aaron Nola's here, but let's bring in Bryce and now he's got to be the leader. And it's just it's just I I I I think I've I think I've run out of I just. I, I don't know, I I don't know. I I can't. Oh man! I can't. Oh. Like, James, oh. James, James. Yeah. Just this yes. is to you. This is to everyone listening. I can't believe we're here again. Like I just, and I know like people will get on us like, oh, you told us this team was different. I know. I'm sorry, but they were. I'm sorry. They were, I'm sorry. They were playing different baseball. And the DNA is still the DNA. And I just, I don't know how to change it. And I just, I sit here and I've gotten so mad. And I just, I just, I can't take it. Like, I just, I can take a lot, right? You know, I can take most things that happen in sports, most things that happen in life. But bad baseball, I think, is the one that I simply (laughs) can't take. And like... Just think about how messed up my life is, James, that I am willfully bringing a child into this to see Phillies baseball and and put them through this as well. I know you've done it with Zoe. You know, I know you took her to her first Phillies game this year, and I'm not one to blame Zoe Seltzer, but what's the record? (laughs) Oh, you're not? Really? What's the record post Zoe? (laughs) Post Zoe's first game? Sounds like a disaster. Um, but, you know, I don't even really want to laugh because I don't feel like laughing. Yeah, that was really sad right there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so depressing. No, I know. Was, no, I know. <laughs> take a shot at my daughter and then you're like, wait, it's not funny. Well, so, good. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of funny, but also like, can Zoe figure it out? Like, we need to start winning some baseball games around here. Yeah, dude. Tell me about it. I will. Uh, I will. I will reprimand her later with a stern talking. Yeah, to. relay the message like, from Uncle Jack. Yeah. Just like I did when she was in Wawa, like dancing around, and I was like, "Zoe, stop dancing around." She's like, "No," and I'm like, "You better stop dancing around." Wow. She, she was like in the middle of where people were wa- where people were walking in. Like she's like twirling, and I'm like, "The people walking in." I'm like, "Zoe, you can't just stand there. You can't go over the hell you want." Like, anyway, good time. Are we still calling this podcast High Hopes? I do you think hold on real quick I don't you know I know that branding is very important do you think if we change the podcast name then we would uh make the playoffs oh wow um because high hopes clearly isn't (laughs) working yeah I mean I, I I think you're giving us a little too much power because honestly Jack I don't think there's a single thing that we could do one way or the other like this again like not even us can break this curse, Jack. This curse is deep. It is it is festered. And, you know, it's <laughs> I don't think our powers even even Dude, you want to know how washed I am powers wise? Is that like I bet against the Cubs. I bet on the Cubs every single game. I tweeted about how the Phils are obviously gonna lose. I am like I've I, Oh, you've done everything, dude. I mean you've been how much money have you lost just live betting on these other teams every night? Well, I've actually been 
been doing all right. Yeah, I should have thought. Yeah. Of course, you're, they're all yeah. winning. And um, there's always plus money when I bet. So <laughs> things are going all right, though. Don't worry about it. I mean, the Braves, the Braves, like plus four fifty on Sunday was a was a big winner for your play. <laughs> oh man. Um, I know you've been trying everything. You even tried like tweeting the other way. You even tried that tweet like, "I'm done with this. We're winning this." Like you've like I, you got no moves left, dude. You're I know. Just, like I know. Throwing crap at a wall. At yeah, this point. I'm as washed as Topper. It's like, <laughs> like I, 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 like James. Like literally, I was feeling it in that. Are you having fun though? So you know, as long as you're having fun. Well, no. It's like I tweeted the thing like, um, you know, enough of this. If you're scared, get a dog. Like they're gonna make the playoffs. And then Noah allowed the homer to like Morel, who like all of a sudden is is the conine of the twenty twenties, and it's like just getting through. That's all out the window. I, I I I have to be honest. I am not emotionally stable enough to handle the Phillies in like this. You know, I have no confidence. My confidence could not be more waned. Yeah, I mean, well, you were just mentioning. I mean, like, think about this. Like, obviously, they lost six to the Cubs. The Phillies went, hold on, quick math. We all know math, not been a strong suit. Uh, I believe um, that the Phillies went 1-15 this season, Jack, against the San Francisco Giants, the Chicago Cubs, and the Texas Rangers. 0-10 against the Rangers and Cubs. 0-10 against the Rangers and Cubs. Think about that. I mean, no, I don't have to yeah. think about it. I, like, believe it or not, James. Like, I know that's like uh, I know you just read that out loud, and I know that um, you just said think about that. But believe it or not, buddy, uh, I you I have lived it a no, lot. I lived yeah. it. I literally lived through that. I had to sit here and watch this baseball team lose to the worst teams in the sport. The worst, the worst teams in the sport. For like, if they win. Three more of those games, they are cakewalking to the playoffs. They can kick their feet up, pitch whoever they want, and they can make the playoffs. But you know what, James? You know what the sick truth is? Is that I sat here and I lived that crap. I lived it. I lived them going to Arizona and San Francisco and going one in five. I lived the Texas bleeping Rangers and Jonah Heim or whoever coming in here <laughs> and hitting three run home run after three run home run. And I sat here and I watched Ian Happ turn into Mike Trout. I watched Christian Morrell or whoever turn into the best player in baseball. I watched this team get shut down by Mark Leiter Jr. Mark Leiter. Are you serious? Mark Leiter Jr. is the guy that is going to shut you down in a playoff race? Mark Leiter? Mark Leiter was the face of the Phillies rebuild and the tank. And I have to sit there in what is a team that is 84 and 60 or whatever and watch him dominate this offense that they went over the luxury tax to pay. They went over the luxury tax to pay. I had to sit there and have Mark Leiter Jr. be the one that shut them down. Keegan Thompson for three innings today. Like, yes, I know the stats. I know the stats, but I live the stat. I lived it. That's what makes it worse. Mark Leiter Jr.? Are you serious? 
I think we just had in the pod. You got anything else? That was, I don't really know what else. Here, you know what? One more thing. One more thing. In case you missed it. I just want to make sure you know that the messaging inside the clubhouse is fine. Because if they're feeling a sense of urgency, the manager said, not any more than what's normal. I think they're pretty calm right now. Having fun. Hopefully they're really enjoying it. We got to win some games, though. We know that. That's part of the gig. So it's all good, Jack. It's all good. God, I hate him. I actually, how did I go from, uh, first of all, by the way, I apologize. At the very open of the pod, I was like, I'm, I, I should be yelling and I'm not. I'm just going to like, I'm just depressed and dead inside. And then I proceeded to yell for 30 straight minutes. Um, but like, it's such a shame. Like, Topper, I actually don't like him anymore. Like, that be he is the face of this this year for me, even though it's not all his fault, obviously. They're, it's way passive and all that. But like, I'm like, it's they've, they've turned me on Topper even, Jack. The, the, most heartwarming story of the year. I don't even like the guy. Anymore. I'm like out. I don't want him back. I don't want to see his face. I'm, I'm just, I'm, it's, it's all ruined, Jack. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. At least we got two tomorrow in Washington. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Great time. All right. Um, we'll be back after the weekend. We'll see what happens. Uh, who knows? Maybe our last pod for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What a time. You got any final thoughts for it to you or anything else you want to add? No take back. Nah, like I, we're not actually talking baseball today. Right? I got all the take back out in that Mark Leiter <laughs> Jr. <laughs> rant. <laughs> good, um, good. But hey, go Marlins this weekend, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know that with the of course, that that's exactly what's going to happen, Jack, is the Marlins just continually whoop our ass in September. And now the first time we need the Marlins to go win some games for us, you know, they're getting swept. Well, you know it. yeah. And the other thing is, is that uh, Dusty Baker, whom I dearly love. I love Dusty Baker. Um He's talking about the ethics of baseball or whatever when it talks about, you know, playing as players the final three games of the season. Uh, no, disagree, Dusty. <laughs> um, that is not the integrity of the sport. Please bench every one of your starters, and that would be greatly appreciated. But, James, I would like to make one final prediction for my final thought of, uh, of this podcast. And my prediction is that come next Wednesday, it's going to come down to – the Phils win, and they're in. And I'm going to leave you with determining how you think that's going to go. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. So next Thursday, we'll be doing our season wrap podcast, talking about the end of the season. It'll be a lot of fun. That's where it's at. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. My final thought is, like, I don't, like, I don't, you know, I don't even have a final thought. Like, go win in, in Washington. Uh, it's crazy. That is the funniest part about this. And funny is not the right word, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, like they could be in the playoffs in a week. <laughs> it's just like, what? What? Oh God. Anyway, um, this was, I needed this Fritz. I didn't want to do this. I needed this. You were right. I hope the venting, uh, I hope you all kind of fit helped. Uh, it was cathartic for you too, but, um, now we get to watch this team this weekend, so <laughs> we'll be back and we'll be angry, I'm sure. He's Fritz himself. Man.